The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Mini Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by GhostBed.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. Yeah, welcome to the Week 7 NFL Pick'em Show, brought to you by MyBookie.com. Promo code Drinking Bros. Well, it's doubling that first deposit. That's it. The 110% deal is over. Whew. Thank God, dude. That was a mouthful. Uh, now, we all needed it to reload because we've had uh, a terrible couple weeks here. Thank God it wasn't just me. So when you are reloading over there on uh, the old mybookie.com, don't forget to put that promo code drinking bros in to double your first deposits all the way up to $1,000. Uh, today, I've been left alone. Okay? That's what happens. When you have a horrific week where you lose almost every single game, my co-host abandoned me. He said, Ross, I'm not sitting next to you this week, all right? You can sit in your own poopy diaper that you made for yourself. Instead, we'll have uh, Delco and Hot Bob back there from Softcore History making some picks with me this week. I'm going to try to do better. I'm going to try to be best this week. God dang it. Because I don't want to see you at the tailgate on Saturday in Columbus, Ohio at Richard Denoff's and say, well, I did not tell my money because I took your fucking picks. I'm sorry. We're going to turn this frown upside down this week and get back on the winning path, I hope. I don't know. There's some tough games this week. But uh, by the way, if you are in Columbus, Ohio this week, please join us at Richard Denoff's tailgate Saturday morning. We'll be there around 8.30 a.m. in Columbus, Ohio, raging uh, all day there. We'll also be at uh, the Pint House in the short north in downtown Columbus at 2 p.m. on Friday and the Standard Hall Complex at 9 p.m. that night. Uh, all of these locations serve hard AF seltzer. We'll be there raging with you guys, getting ready for the big game. Uh, it is uh, the best matchup of, of the year. Uh, number three versus number seven. We haven't had a better matchup yet in college football this year, to my knowledge, uh, which seems bizarre seeing how we're, we're this late into the college football season. Uh, also, a lot of bizarre shit going on in the NFL. You know the rules. All right, kids, we go over last week's wins and losses. And then we get to this week's picks. Ah, oh, boy. That's the bitch of hosting a show like this when you make picks. And you're gambling your own money, and then you guys are able to see it. And, uh, and you're able to see how much I dropped. I have a feeling. 
Just call it a sneaky suspicion. That Friday afternoon, I'll be rocked. It's uh, the Pint House in the Short North. You're going to see a rather large bet come in on Drinking Bros Sports on Facebook. Anybody can join. It's a private group. We talk shit, and you can see all the bet slips. And I have a feeling you're going to be talking a lot of shit on this one. That's what happens when I go to Ohio State, okay? I make bad decisions. Hopefully everything turns out all right. It's uh, at noon on Saturday. But let's get to the NFL, shall we? Last week. Absolutely fucking brutal, dude. Brutal. All right. First week we got. Uh, the first game we got on the Thursday night game. Been on fire on all of these. Uh, this was a... What's, what do you call behind a backdoor cover? Is there two doors to get through to the to the house there on a back, back, back door cover? I feel like this is an old Chris Berman one here. Uh, whatever it is, we did it. Uh, this was Chiefs minus 10 and a half. The Chiefs won by 11, as Bob pointed out on Monday morning recap. It's the first time you've had a 19 to 8 score. What a weird fucking game, man. Uh, real quick here, guys. I don't know if you watched it or gambled on it. Uh, Delco's... Uh, the fortunate one here who actually has a good team that is still in the Major League Baseball playoffs right now, unlike Bob and I. Uh, I was watching this game, and I, I can't really figure it out. Uh, look, Mahomes had 300. Kelsey had a monster game. But outside of those two guys, because I have Isaiah Pacheco on, uh, on two of my fantasy teams here, he had 16 carries for 62 yards in this. Nothing sexy. I'm not sure how this this offense gets jump started here. I'm still not impressed with uh, Kadarius Tony. Uh, there's this Ravian Rice kid who looks okay. He's kind of hit and miss. The rest of the receivers, it seems like they can't afford any good receivers. But then you have a guy like Julio Jones who just signed with uh, the practice squad for the Eagles. So why didn't you try to target that guy? I don't get what the Chiefs are doing, but yet here we are in Week Seven and they're five and one. What do you make of this Just Chiefs win, team? baby. I, I understand, but man, it has been n- not impressive to say the least this entire time uh, with these guys. So, I don't. What, what do you think of the long-term prospects of the Chiefs? Uh, I think they're fine. I think their defense is probably the best unit they've had since this little dynasty started. Mm-hmm. Yes, I agree. Spags is doing a good job. He is, and he's three-time Super Bowl winner. But is it the also is it Bienemy who's gone or is it just a, no. like a lack of weapons for Mahomes? They're just in that era where you know the Patriots they had fucking like the Dion branches of the world, just these like fucking guys that wouldn't be on other rosters really. And uh, I mean, once Andy Reid starts bringing in like uh, former lacrosse players, that's when we know we're done. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, or you like gotta, full transformation into the Patriots. The Patriots too with that situation is funny because everyone remembers. You know, it's like, oh, Tom Brady, like, turned it on with his, you know, uh, with those Randy Moss years or whatever. But, dude, they, after Randy Moss stopped being anything, they went right back to the dink dunk. They sure did. Wes Welker, Julian Edelman, blah, blah, blah. By the way, right now the Kansas City Chiefs are fourth in the league in yards per game. Yeah, so, look, I'm looking at the numbers here. Let's just look at the receivers here real quick uh, and tell me if you recognize any of these guys outside of Travis Kelsey. Now, Kelsey had nine receptions for 124. Great. Kelsey's always been Kelsey. One of the greatest tight ends of all time. Uh, I'm going to try to go the entire show without saying Taylor Swift. All right. Aside from, uh, right aside from that one. Okay. So I did, I did that one. Uh, Rishi Rice, never heard of him. Uh, Isaiah Pacheco is obviously the running back. Running backs are always going to get a couple dump off passes a game. Sky Moore, super disappointment. This guy was supposed to be something, but he's never materialized into anything. Uh, they brought Jarek McKinnon in, who's a thousand years old for a couple receptions. Noah Gray, 
Never heard of that person. Couldn't tell you where they went to school. Not even sure if he's white or black or anything else. All right. Kadarius Tony, three receptions for nine yards. This fucking guy. Mm, yeah. Mm, mm. Uh, Clyde Edwards Hilaire uh, only had two carries and then had one catch. Uh, Marquez Valdez Scantling, no receptions, was targeted. And then Justin Watson. It's wild to me. Well, I mean, look, I mean, again, they have a top four offense in yards per game. They have the number two scoring defense in the NFL. I know. They're look, just good. It's, they're boring, but they're they good. They are. And look, you look at Mahomes' numbers. He's 30 for 40 for 306 yards. You can't ask for anything more out of a quarterback. It's just strange to watch. And then they're pulling off a victory over or the Broncos, who are one of the worst teams in the league, at 19 to 8. Whatever we covered, but uh, it's not sexy out of the Chiefs this year. Certainly not what we're used to in years past. Uh, next up was the Ravens versus the Titans. I always stay away from this bullshit, man. Um, and look, this was another one possession game here on this one. Uh, if you love field goals, which who doesn't? Justin Tucker had six of them. Holy fuck. Uh, glad I didn't watch this game. This was another fun one for London. Look, Roger Goodell, if you're going to put these games over in fucking England, at least send our best and brightest there, as John Fetterman said the other night on Colbert. Now, Not this bullshit. Dude. Germany does get an excellent game. They're, they're, the England games are done, but there's two games in Germany. So. Uh, who are they? Uh, one of the games sucks. It's like the Colts and somebody, but the other one they get, they get maybe the game of the year. Chiefs-Dolphins. Oh, shit. That's in Germany? All right. Look at that. Uh, Speaking of the Colts, uh, Anthony Richardson is out for the remainder of the season. He had uh, surgery on that AC joint in his throwing shoulder, so he's done for the year. Sucks uh, because he looked pretty promising, and it wasn't really their line. Like, uh, you know, the Colts are shit. They got a winning record right now, or they're at 500 at least. Um, I loved watching that kid, man. He was fun. That sucks. Hopefully he comes back healthy next year. Uh, next up was uh, the Washington Redskins at the Falcons. All right, now this one I had. I told you to take the Redskins on this one. If the Falcons continue to start Desmond Ritter, you start dumping money in on the other team no matter who it is. Uh, I don't know what the fucking problem is with our goddamn coach and continuing with this Ritter bullshit. Uh, play Heineke. If you lose out the rest of the year, great. Then we get a sweet draft pick, and then we can go after a quarterback. There's plenty in this draft. But this guy's not the fucking answer. He threw three more interceptions there, and these were bad interceptions. I watched this game. Uh, it was painful, but I had a lot of money on it, on, uh, on the Redskins here. There were reads that I don't know. I mean, there was only a Redskin there to throw to. No other Falcons to even target there, and he was just throwing right to him. It almost felt like the game was fucking rigged, or maybe his family was being held hostage somewhere, and that was the only way that he could get them back is by throwing these picks and making sure they covered. They covered. Uh, so I thank you to the Redskins. Uh, that that one I won. Vikings Bears. I told you to stay far, far away from this one. Run, hide, fight, whatever you need to do there. Protect your family. Make sure they don't watch it. Make sure your kids never know about this game or talk about it. Please, if you're going home for Thanksgiving or the holidays or Christmas or uh, or the jihad or whatever it is you're going home for, Kwanzaa. Don't bring this game up ever again. I just don't want to know that it existed there. It was 19-13. It was every bit as gross as uh, I told you it was going to be. And uh, Kirk Cousins wants to waive the no-trade clause to die in Minnesota, apparently. Have fun with that. He's got a young family. He doesn't want to move him. <sighs> Out of Minnesota? Let him see some fucking sunshine. Did you see him and his wife's skin? Dude, like, see some sun- some sunshine once in their life. Have you watched the, uh, the I did. quarterback doc? I, I did. actually... 
it made me kind of sympathetic to Kirk Cousins. It, so it did to me in a way as well because like him and his wife apparently don't know they're super fucking rich. They live in like a you know a twenty four hundred square foot house, drive cars that are from two thousand five. Uh, it, it's it's very odd to me. Uh, even the clothing and everything else, they have great backyard if you watch that thing. Yeah. Um, but other than that, it's it's a it's very strange. It's like I I actually. After I watched it, I, I had to pick up my phone and see what Kirk Cousins' net worth was mm-hmm. to believe and why he doesn't buy anything outside of, like, Costco brands. All of his shirts, I think, just said Kirkland in the back of them. Yeah. Well, his name's Kirk. Yeah. Ah, why not? <laughs> and this is his land, right? Yeah. So good for him. However, if you have your pick of cities to go to and all that other stuff, look, man, there's plenty of places your kids can grow up in. I... I because Justin Jefferson's out for six weeks. This team isn't getting any better. It, it actually, his life makes a lot of sense to me now. He he went to high school in Holland, Michigan, which is like a town over from where my family used to go on vacation mm. all the time. Oh, so you think he likes that weather? I think he likes the weather. He played for Michigan State. He, he was did. Michigan State. Yeah, yeah. He, I think he likes the weather and just where he, he was born in, in Chicago, I guess, but he grew up here in Holland, Michigan. Like, there's nothing going on. No. I mean, there's nothing going on over there. It's nice in the summer. Like I said, we vacation there. Yeah. But yeah. like... He's just like a simple white dude. He kind of wants to raise a family. He's exceeded his talent by miles. Oh yeah, like he isn't incredibly talented. <laughs> he but was, he is. A, he has he's over been a decent quarterback. Two hundred million dollars in contracts that he's collected already. It's not like there's years owed. He this uh, he could walk away tomorrow and be worth a quarter of a billion dollars. And his office isn't bigger than my goddamn set at his house. It's wild. Do whatever you want, but there's certainly teams that need quarterbacks right now. And if you wanted to actually go for a ring this late in your career, I'm shocked he didn't wave it, but uh, to each his own. Uh, Seahawks versus Bengals. Man, tough team to figure out, this Bengals team here. Uh, They're three and three. They ended up tying it up uh, in the the standings there. Uh, But this was 17-13. This was not a pretty game. I've got Geno Smith. And uh, and Kenneth Walker the third on my fantasy teams. I've also got Tyler Lockett on a couple of these teams. Uh, they put up some big numbers every single week. The stats look great. Geno Smith at three twenty three. Walker had sixty two and a touchdown. Lockett had ninety four yards receiving. But then they only had thirteen points and they lost the game to the Bengals. Uh, knew this was going to be close. Um, ended up teasing this up for the Bengals and it worked out for the best. A lot of these teasers, if you can get it up to double digits. Not many teams really covering by double digits, including this next game. This burns my life to the ground on Sunday. I don't know that I've been this pissed off about an NFL game in a while. Uh, I had so much money on this, not, o- not only on just the spread itself, but I had it in all the teasers, all the things. The uh, I won on a 13-point teaser. I looked at one of those cards. I, I had a five-game teaser, and this only because this was at 13 fucking points, dude. And God damn it, man, the 49ers. I can't believe this goddamn game. Um, look, Twitter trolls were out after this one. That, them and the Eagles lost and the system QBs and all that other shit. I laughed just as hard as you did, except for I had a shit ton of money on this and I was crying on the inside. Jake Moody, the rookie kicker out of Michigan over there, was pretty goddamn good for Michigan. He missed two field goals in this game, including a chippy at the end. It was a 41-yard field goal that it just kicked off right of the uh, top of the up right there. <sighs> this one took my fucking soul. Whenever you have a lock of the weekend, and I'm going to use lock in air quotes for the fucking audio listeners here, uh, 
and you put it on every fucking card, you're, it's just everything goes down. I usually try to mix it up, but like this one was a surefire lock, especially against a third-string quarterback in Cleveland there. And also Nick Chubb is out for the rest of the year, so what the fuck? Uh, the Ford kid is, is good, and he's fun to watch, and that's all fine. But you're the 49ers defense, for Christ's sakes. Um, some of the runs that he was able to pull off, I was shocked by. He had 17 carries for 84 yards in this one. Mari Cooper only had four catches, but they were for 108 yards. Uh, there were some egregious penalties in this fucking game. What a goddamn nightmare. It sunk everything I had that day. Super pissed off about it. Um, yeah, Brock Birdie, worst game ever, three, t- three picks, 100 yards passing. It was a, a freshman year in high school type game for him. Uh, next up was the Panthers at the Dolphins. Look, I was worried at first. All right, this one we had the, the, the Dolphins in. It was 14-0, and I was like, oh, my God. Maybe I should just shut it down the rest of the day and not watch football anymore. Dolphins turned it up, dude. Ended up dropping 40 fucking two points uh, on Carolina. And uh, and they looked like the same old Dolphins again. Tyreek Hill, six receptions, 163 yards in a tutty. Chances are, if you have him on your team in fantasy this year, well, you're probably number one in your league. Congratulations. Next up is the Colts against the Jaguars. Minshew's first loss of the year here. Colts are still three and three, though, and uh, it turns it looks like he's going to be the quarterback for the rest of the year. They need to just fucking tank, man. Get Richardson some more weapons. Mm-hmm. Just let it go. Just let it go. He uh, he had three picks. Minshew threw for three twenty nine. Did what he could there, uh, but everybody's out for them. I Jonathan Taylor doesn't want to be there. He's under this one year weird deal. Oh no, he signed an extension. Forgive me. He's going to be there for a while, but. Uh, yeah, Tank, get some good players over there. You need some wide receivers up there. Richardson looks like he is the fucking dude. Uh, I enjoyed what I saw out of him uh, for the first four games, uh, and I think he can be great. Pittman's pretty fucking good. Um, so just add another tight end and, uh, and another wide receiver, and I think his team's, the Colts would be pretty fucking good. I don't think you have to tank. You don't think so? They're three no, and three, though. Three and three. You can win this division. This division's not that good. Well, they can, but it like I don't think this team can win a Super Bowl, and so or even the conference. I mean, if that's the fucking, if that's it, like don't try if you're not going to win the conference or the Super Bowl. Then what are we doing? It's just a type of thing. I don't know. They're just they're so, they're so far away. I don't think they're that close. I, I don't. I I don't either. And like, I wouldn't say that if I if if the Jags got off to a slow start. Yeah, they're not the Eagles. They're not the Niners. They're not fucking the Chiefs. But, but like, so, if you can if you can be competitive every year you, and you can make the playoffs, I feel like you go for it. Well, so here here's the deal. And I, like, this is an honest conversation that I had, and uh, and an easy way to plug where we're at. We're in the Amway Center down there in Orlando uh, for the Solar Bears, the Magic, all that stuff. Whatever concerts are there. Tonight, tomorrow night's opening night, by the way, for the Solar Bears. So go down there uh, and rage and drink some hard AF seltzers in the stadium. But uh, I ended up talking to some people over at the Magic, and I'm looking at these ticket prices for opening night of the Magic, and I'm like, holy shit. I'm talking to him. I'm like, what the fuck happened? And he goes, man, we got a lottery pick. Um, I got to talk to one of the higher-ups at the Magic, and I go, uh, I go, yeah, this is unbelievable, man. I go, people are calling me for Magic tickets, and he goes, we got a high pick. Everybody's stoked to come see this uh, Banchero kid, and, uh, and it's been great. Same thing with the Colts, man. I mean, look, you have Richardson. If you get another high pick, this team could really fucking do something. But if you keep winning and then just kind of win a division or a wild card, what does that do for you in the long run? Not real sure. 
This next draft is loaded with quarterbacks, wide receivers, all this other stuff. Uh, they've got a quarterback. They're fine. But wide receivers, tight ends. There's a bunch of great tight ends in this draft as well. You could really load up this year. Uh, we'll see what happens. But uh, Minshew could fuck around and end up winning the Super Bowl. Who knows? Uh, Jaguars go to 4-2. and two. They appear to be back on the right path there of what we thought they were before the season started there. Uh, Trevor Lawrence uh, had a limp. But uh, apparently he is going to play on uh, on Thursday nights tomorrow night so we'll get to that in a minute uh next up texans versus the saints texans are three and three son of a bitch dude cj stroud two more touchdown passes defense looks good down there um they beat a saints team that's that's pretty fucking talented uh i don't want to tell you guys texas fans to get excited but maybe get excited shit three and three i thought you guys would go one and 15 this year this is pretty incredible what we're seeing down there in Texas. And and look, ticket-wise, on DrinkingBrosTickets.com and all that shit, people are buying Texans tickets. They're excited about this team, and rightfully so. They're 3-3, three and three, so are the Saints. Not excited about the Saints, but I'm, the Texans are fun to watch. Uh, next up, the Patriots against the Raiders. Called this one. Uh, desperation call on this one. Uh, terrible game. Terrible game all the way around. Uh, didn't didn't watch it, but uh, but I definitely bet on it, and we won it. But uh, Patriots are now one in five. Everybody's just kind of on the clock, seeing to, seeing what Belichick is going to do here. If he's going to retire, or or if the organization is going to force him out here, and and this is even Patriots fans. Um, it was a convo I had with, with uh, one of my buddies, a diehard Patriots fan, and he goes, "Man, we're in that tricky spot right now, where it is the greatest coach of all time, but." He seems like he's moved on mentally. Uh, the organization seems like they want to move on. Uh, Robert Kraft is also getting up there. Like, I don't know how many more years that guy's going to live. So it might be a, a who blinks first situation up there. But you definitely can't fire Belichick. Uh, it's just odd to see a Patriots team this fucking bad at one and five. I know. And also, they spent, like, allegedly all this money on weapons. And I'm looking at the roster. I'm like, what are the fucking weapons they spent money on? Devonta Parker? fucking uh hunter henry yeah like what what where where did this money go um zeke came in on a veteran deal so it was only a couple million and it's you know it's a 29 year old running back he's not gonna do shit there uh mac jones is not the dude so if that's the goal to tank it out for one of these uh big name quarterbacks in this year's draft i guess do that um but if you do that then belichick might want to come back as well to, to play with a really good quarterback now that it'll be out of this Mac Jones sitch, so stay tuned. Uh, next up, Cardinals at the Rams. Uh, Rams won, won this one 26-9 in this one. Uh, look, Cardinals are doing the best they can with, with the dog shit they have on that field. I'm not really going to slam the Cardinals in this one. Just take a, just get a good pick next year. You'll be fine. Uh, Rams did what they needed to do. The most interesting uh, part of this game was Cooper Cup's return. Seven receptions, 148 yards, and a toddy out of him. Uh, Williams, the uh, the running back for the Rams, looked great. 158 yards in a tidy for him. Problem is, he's hurt now, and he's going to be out multiple weeks, uh, according to a source about uh, 15 minutes ago. We'll see who his backup is, because he was the backup to somebody else. He'll be down to the third or fourth string out there in L.A. Next up, Eagles at the Jets. Hmm. I don't want to say what everybody else is saying regarding Zach Wilson. What a fucking comeback story and all this other shit. 
let's give it a couple more weeks, shall we? This was 20 to 14. Uh, Eagles had a bad week. You can't win them all in this one. Uh, Jalen Hurts, yes, look, looks awful in this one with three picks, but you're not going to have a fucking perfect game every goddamn week. Uh, lost, lost a lot of money on this uh, as well. Uh, I still don't believe in Zach Wilson or the, the Jets. And at three and three, I don't think they're going to trade for anybody now. So they're probably going to ride this out with him for better or worse. Uh, oddest thing was seeing Aaron Rodgers on the field throwing fucking passes. Um, he did say later that uh, they are special shoes. They are like a size too big, and they've got some type of soles in there that allow them to move around, but it's still pretty goddamn impressive. But a guy who just had Achilles surgery four weeks ago is throwing fucking bombs on the field. He now. bought the right crystals, man. Sure did. Need to stop hating on it. He's probably, I assume his taint has seen more sunlight than any taint in human history these last couple of weeks. Yep. I mean, it's just, he's doing everything right. He is, man. Uh, and good for him. I hope he comes back healthy next year. I want to see what he's like on this team. They have the pieces. Uh, Brees Hall is great. Dalvin Cook is great. Uh, you got arguably what could be the greatest receiver uh, for the next 10 years to come in Garrett Wilson. Uh, this could be a really fucking good team. I would love to see them with, with Aaron Rodgers. Um, in the meantime, A.J. Brown had a big game finally. Uh, seven receptions, 131 yards. If you, I, there were some people that were benching him in fantasy. Um, he had a great game, but uh, only 14 points for those guys uh, over there on the Eagles, which is rare. Uh, shut out in the second half. Jets do have a good defense, though. So. Uh, next up, Lions against the Buccaneers. Won this one as well. This was fine. Uh, look, uh, Baker Mayfield is Baker Mayfield. Jared Goff, though. Man, I don't know that this guy gets enough love. I mean, they're five and one right now. He's won both places now, and uh, and everybody kind of treats him like dog shit. This is a, probably my favorite team to watch in the NFL right now, just because they actually play like a full unit all the way around. They don't have all the superstars that everybody else has um, there, but they play really hard defense. I love their fucking coach, and uh, and the after. Uh, game locker room speeches are a blast out of this. So I'm rooting for the Lions. It would be a great story if the Lions won the Super Bowl. Good for Detroit. I know, right? They, Detroit never has anything good. People are stripping copper out of houses right now as we speak. But at least they have a good football team to root for. And ticket prices are going up there in Detroit. People are in, dude. Five and one. Way to go, Detroit. I know we picked them preseason to go to the playoffs and win the division. They are well on their way. Goff at 353 in this game and two teddies in fantasy. Uh, next up, Giants and the Bills. Oh, God. Another loss. Another loss for, uh, for Ross on this weekend. Uh, this was a miserable game to watch. Uh, miserable ending to the game. Miserable last play before halftime by running the ball out instead of throwing it three times from the one. I, I don't know what to say about this. This was awful all the way around. And yes, he definitely held the wide receiver in the last fucking play of the game. They, they should have had one more, but let's face it. It's the Giants. They probably would have fucked that up anyways. Uh, Josh Allen did not look great again uh, until the fourth quarter when it mattered, and, uh, and he ended up coming back and winning this game. This was ugly from start to finish, though, man. This was 6-0 at halftime. Uh, I didn't touch the over-under or any of that shit, but I did lose my ass betting the bills. The spread on this was... Uh, Nine and a half points there, and they were barely able to cover. I mean, they were barely able to get to 14 on this one. Uh, the Bills were, so it was it was miserable. Uh, Cowboys, Chargers. Ugh, God damn, I ended this Monday night game with a loss as well. I took the Chargers. 
All right, I watched this game from start to finish. Um, Herbert. Justin Herbert. I don't know what to think. I watched this game, again, from start to finish. And, uh, and while I'm watching this, he was very, very late on a lot of these progression reads. There was so many people that was open. Keenan Allen could have had two, two more touchdowns. He was wide open on these throws that were just w- way overthrown. There was a uh, rollout uh, to the right to the end zone there with the running back. He was super late on that throw. That would have been a touchdown. This one's on Herbert. Obviously, the coach for San Diego fucking sucks as well. Um, and uh, Micah Parsons was invisible the entire game. But uh, like D'Anthony said, he had a, he had a feeling he would uh, uh, finish it at the end, and he did. He had a big sack at the end of the game that sealed this up for the Cowboys. If you're the Cowboys, it's good to get out of there with a victory, but it was not impressive. And uh, it is simply because Herbert was in another fucking on another planet this game. I've never seen him look like that. Uh, it, it was it was strange to see. Chargers are two and three. Cowboys are four and two going into the bye week, so they can get all hyped up and and try to get healthy. A ton of injuries on that team as well. Uh, but let's face it, Dak Prescott ain't that fucking dude, man. It's it's just never going to turn out well for the Cowboys. All right. Before we get to this week's picks, we got some sponsors that put this shit wagon on the air. First and foremost, mybookie.com. Oh, my bookie, you're getting a nice little refill on your account this week. It will double your deposits uh, up to $1,000 at mybookie.com. All you got to do is type in the promo code DRINKINGBROS. And, uh, and it'll double your first deposit up to $1,000. Now, if you put in $100, you are going to get 100 back, so on and so forth, up to $1,000 in there. Definitely going to need it after last week. Tons to bet on, though, right now. Major League Baseball playoffs are in full swing. Looks like we're going to get uh, Balboa versus Creed there. Yeah, I'm going to get a little Philly and, uh, and the Rangers, because let's face it, it's the team of Creed. I don't really give a shit about any of that team. I just want to hear Creed, all right? Anything... That will give me a worldwide tour for Creed again. I'm all in for. I said this before the playoffs started. It felt like it was a Creed year for the Rangers, and I think the Rangers will win it all. Uh, but bet on it. You can bet with us or against us over there. Shit. I would not bet against uh, the Phillies right now or the Rangers. They're, up, they're both up 2-0 over there. Uh, but you can get some sweet odds. Uh, most of these games are usually 2-1 over there. College, again, full swing. NFL, full swing. UFC's got some bangers coming up, dude. Tons to bet on at mybookie.com. Use the promo code DRINKINGBROS to double your first deposits. Uh, next up, we got drinkingbrostickets.com. All right. When you go to any of these games or the UFC fights or uh, Ohio State's game over the weekend, all these tickets are for sale on drinkingbrostickets.com. Yes, it is an aftermarket site. They're about $10 cheaper than StubHub over there. It's the same back end. It's super fucking easy, uh, but we don't control these goddamn prices. I know the tickets for Ohio State are expensive. Uh, it's the biggest matchup of the year so far. Um, so, yeah, they're going to be pricey. Uh, if you go to the Cowboys game against the Eagles in December, yes, that's going to be pricey as well. Now that we can do about it, they set their own fucking prices. We can just knock off $10 on the back end. So that's what we have there, and, uh, and you can join us at this. Uh, we'll be at Dinoff's Tailgate Saturday morning at 8.30. You don't even have to go to the game. You can just come and party with us for fucking three hours before we walk in. Uh, first game of the week here on Thursday. Gross. Gross. If you want to go to this game, $23 on drinkingbrostickets.com. If you're in New Orleans and you're in the French Quarter and you're like, you know what, man? 
I Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Dinner res, want to get fucked up and uh, and just walk down the street and stumble into an NFL game? Go ahead, 23 bucks, dude. You can do it. Jaguars at the Saints. This is New Orleans, minus one. All right, let's start with the obvious here, kids, on the Jaguars' sitch. They played two weeks in London. Had to fly back, then played another fucking game. Now in America, and now they're on a Thursday night game. They've got to be exhausted at this point. Who made this fucking schedule, and why isn't there a buy in there? Yeah, they're getting fucked. They don't... I wonder when their buy is. Uh, Keep going, right? It's uh, next. It's after the Steelers game. When is that? Uh, so it'll be like November uh, 4th or something oh, like Oh, perfect. That. Three more weeks. Hey, welcome back from jolly yeah. old London for, for two morning games over there then we're gonna put you on a sunday game and then shuttle you out for the thursday game have fun all right for that reason alone i'm gonna take the saints in this one the over under is 40 because these games are starting to get gross on thursday night what what week is this seven eight seven all right so right around this time every single time of the year for these thursday night games is when it starts to get really fucking gross this game is really goddamn gross Uh, The Jaguars have to be exhausted. Trevor Lawrence is nursing a fucking bad lag. Uh, Sure, they could hand off to ATN, who's having a pretty goddamn good year right now, uh, and try to get the job done. Uh, However, Olave and Kamara and all those other guys uh, at one with the the exhaustion factor in play here, I don't know how long these guys can stay upright without getting to the bye week. I'm going to go with the Saints simply for that reason. It isn't because I even believe the Saints are a better team, because they're not. Um, I, I... just think the Jaguars are exhausted. Therefore, I'm going to take uh, New Orleans in this game. Uh, next up, we got the Raiders against the Bears over here. Uh, this is at the Bears. This is Raiders minus three. Uh, Bob, Justin Fields, is he out of this game? I know he dislocated his thumb, I believed, and and they were waiting to see whether or not he could grip a ball. I don't think he could grip a ball. If I'm him, I don't come back anyway. Unlikely to play. Okay. So for that reason, who's their backup? Uh, Tyson Bajent? Sure. Is that a that sounds like a made up name? Yeah. Or an NPC or something like that. I don't know who that is. I don't even know. I wonder where he even plays. He's a rookie from Shepherd College. D two school, Come Shepherd on. University. Not a real person. And this isn't a real person, right? This yeah. is this was the guy that that girl was gonna sit next to on the plane and she said, This isn't a real person. I'm not fucking doing it. Yeah, she that. sat down and she was like, Hi, what's your name? And he's like, Tyson Bajent. And she just freaked the fuck out. Yeah. I'm from Shepherd, West Virginia. What do you do? I'm the, I'm the starting quarterback for the Chicago Bears. No, you're not. What college did you go to? I've never heard of you. Shepherd College, Division Two. You're not real. You're not fucking real. This motherfucker isn't <laughs> real. He beat out Nathan Peterman. Uh, what are we doing in Chicago other than tanking? And maybe that is the case. Great, but for that reason, I'm taking Vegas in this one. To be safe, I'm going to buy a half a point. Whenever it's three or seven, I usually buy a half a point uh, just because I don't want to push on this, Uh, but I'm taking the Raiders here at minus two and a half. Uh, Next up, we got the Browns at the Colts. All right, 
Said this at the top of the show. Richardson is out for the year. He's done. It is Minshew's world, dude. Time to prove the, the world that you're a champion, Minshew. Uh, Browns have a very, very strange situation on their hands with Deshaun Watson, man. Something's going to come out about this. He has been medically cleared to play for three weeks, but has refused to play. Is it something mental? Uh, does he think he's hurt and the doctors don't think he's hurt? I don't really know. What I do know is they paid him $245 million in guaranteed money, all of it guaranteed. And for a guy to say, meh, I don't really feel like playing over the last three weeks is very, very bizarre. Uh, with this Browns team, they have a very good defense. Uh, look, I know Chubb is out, and I know Watson is out and all that other shit, but you know, you still got Amari Cooper over there, and Juku's a pretty goddamn good tight end. Ford kid has looked pretty fucking good at running back over there. I don't know who this quarterback is. Um, this is kind of just throwing your money out the window on a hope and a prayer. They've got Cleveland minus three in this one which is what Vegas does when they have no idea who's going to win a game. Uh, because let's face it, you're going against Minshew and a bunch of fucking scrubs on, uh, on the Colts as well. Bet this at your own peril. The contract I signed with my bookie said I didn't have to pick every fucking game because I didn't want you guys to lose money. I'm not putting anything on this. Um, I, I would watch this for fun, though, for Minshew, but that's about it. Uh, so whatever airport I'm in on the way home this weekend, yeah, I'm sure I'll stop and have a couple beers and a couple laughs with strangers and then uh and look for Garner Minshew but I'm not putting my fucking money on this uh next up we got Bills at the Patriots this is Bills minus eight and a half ish my god man uh look eight and a half is always a a, a tough one should the Bills absolutely annihilate them they absolutely should uh they look like shit last week against the Giants hopefully that was a one-week thing there but uh the Patriots have been god-awful it seems like they're tanking um, I've never seen a Patriots team lose horrifically week after week after week. So, yeah, I'll, I'll take Buffalo in this one. Uh, this will definitely be in a teaser as well. Um, I don't think Buffalo will have two back-to-back weeks looking that goddamn shitty. Hopefully with them, it was the same thing of the jet lag coming back from overseas, and then they look like shit against the Giants, and then they'll turn it around this week. But uh, I'm going to go with the Bills here, minus eight and a half. Uh, next up. We got the Redskins at the Giants. This is Washington minus two. Tyrod Taylor, is he going to start this week, Bob? Because uh, Daniel Jones seems to be just taking a, a little me time for himself. Uh, quiet quitting on his own in the corner there. Uh, two days before the game uh, was about to get kicked off last week, he's like, you know, I got this neck thing that I'm not real sure I should play. Uh, so is Tyrod Taylor getting the start there? No update on Jones. Uh, so could, or as of now, so Ty, could be Tyrod. All right. If it's Tyrod, uh, look, Saquon Barkley did start last week. Um, he's playing. If I were him, I would fake another injury and just get the fuck out of there and make sure you're healthy for your next contract. Get out of this organization altogether. They're awful. They're awful to watch. Uh, I don't like that coach. It's all fucking weird up there in New York, man. Get out of there while you can. I actually like Sam Howell. He's looked pretty fucking good, man. He looked good against the Falcons last week. Uh, this could be the future of their franchise. So for that reason, dude, I'm going Redskins minus two this week. Let's go. Let's go, Sam Howell. Uh, if you're the Giants, why not just lose anyways? Tank it out the rest of the year. You're one in five. You have nothing to live for. Uh, go get somebody else that you like and love and all that other stuff. Uh, next up, Falcons against the Buccaneers. This is in Tampa Bay. This is Tampa Bay minus two and a half. All right. As a Falcons fan, 
We've never played well down in Tampa. I don't know why. Uh, we've also never played well uh, a lot of places, Tampa in particular, though. Um, it's always a, a very strange setting there. It almost seems like uh, it's the middle of fall, and the sunshine is always just too bright for their eyes. Where they're like, oh, we're in a dome. It, it shouldn't be this sunny out right now in the middle of fall and this hot. It is because it's fucking Tampa. It's going to be 79 kickoff there. Um, look, as long as Desmond Ritter's still starting for this team, I don't bet on the Falcons. You're not walking into Baker's house <laughs> and leaving with a dub. <laughs> oh, God, that's the other part of this, dude. If we lose to Baker Mayfield, the coach needs to be fired on the field. Don't even let him get in a car. Make him Uber out of the fucking stadium. He doesn't get to return to the locker room. Doesn't say uh, goodbye to his family. Nothing. You fire him immediately. Move on. Desmond Ritter. There's a nice, large body of water in Tampa Bay that you could absolutely dump his body off in, same way Scott Peterson did with Lacey Peterson up in San Fran, all right? Get him out of the goddamn organization. If he's starting this week and you're going to fucking ride this out, I ain't betting on you. I ain't watching you, friends. Uh, I can't watch this fucking guy at quarterback anymore. Uh, man, hate is a strong word. I'm not, I don't hate him. But I'm real close, really fucking close here. And you got to get it. Just get him out of there. Let's get this fucking guy out of here. Let's ride out with Heineke, see what happens the rest of the year. If, if we shit the bed, let's draft a quarterback and move on with our fucking lives. You goddamn morons. Trade for Justin Fields, for Christ. Do something, something, anything, you fucking losers. Uh, next up, Lions at the Ravens down there. This is Baltimore minus three. Ravens have been a strange team this year, man. It feels like they win every other game. It's close. It's not impressive. Uh, Justin Tucker seems to be their only offense for some reason. Uh, OBJ, look, it ain't 2010 anymore. He looks like dog shit. Uh, I did tell you guys to, to draft him uh, as a late flyer in the late rounds, and uh, it turned out to be a disaster. Uh, I'm all in on Detroit on this. I believe it. Detroit is getting points right now, and they're on a fucking roll. Let's go, dude. Give me those three points. I'm taking the Detroit, the, the Detroit Lions, and they're going to go to 6-1. and one. This should be the afternoon game of the day, I would say. This is the noon game. Yeah, there's no game better than this right now. Pop that up, Fox. Uh, let the world see the Lions roar. I'm all in on the Lions in this one. I love this game. Let's go. This will be in all the teasers as well, dude. And Drinking Bro Sports on Facebook. Uh, quick update from Deshaun Watson here. Uh, he says, I can't put a timeline on a return hmm. says we just got to take it day to day and that uh an mri revealed a micro tear in his rotator cuff muscle uh, i'm not going to put the team in jeopardy he says if i can't do certain things that is going to allow us to be handicapped in certain situations that's the reason why i haven't been able to step on the field okay Sure. Now, the doctors didn't diagnose the injury until September 30th, uh, a day before Cleveland's 28-3 loss against the Ravens. Uh, Watson says he tried to throw during pregame warm-ups here, but was ultimately ruled inactive. Uh, it's a tricky deal. He says you got to kind of take the baseball approach and talk to some people uh, that deals. Uh, hopefully he didn't say deals here. Hopefully this is a misprint. That rotator's cuffs, but it'd be great if he did, though. Man, that deals with rotator's cuffs uh, more often. So that's what we've been doing and just really trying to strengthen that muscle and everything around it so we can get back and comfortable. 
Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know what the fucking deal is with this guy. You know what? You're getting paid $245 million guaranteed. Uh, you look like shit. Go out and play until your fucking arm falls off at this point. It's all guaranteed. So what the fuck do you care? If your arm gets torn off tomorrow in the middle of a fucking game like a goddamn shark attack at Panama City on spring break, who gives a shit? You got 245 in the bank. That'll play for all your massages for the rest of your life. What's up, Bob? I was just going to say, you know, just go chase after, go sexually harass more fucking... Go to Thailand. Masseuses. Yes. It doesn't matter. You're paid. You're paid, bro. Nothing matters for you. Live your weird, fucked up life. Yes. You got the fucking bag. Get in the goddamn game and, uh, and then move on. I don't really get it, dude. Uh, next up, we got the Steelers at the Rams here. Uh, weird game. Weird game. Uh, this is Rams minus three. The reason why I say this is weird, uh, Steelers defense has been pretty goddamn good this year. Uh, their offense with Kenny Pickett is looked like dog shit. And uh, I don't think small hands is the answer up there. Probably ride this out, though, for one more year I, because the Steelers are three and two. Um, the, the Steelers are always three and two every year, and they always make the wild card playoffs or, or win something because of Mike Tomlin. What Mike Tomlin's been able to do with these fucking weirdos, dude, is, is very, very impressive. He's one of the most underrated coaches in the NFL, in my opinion. That's why this is three points, but it shouldn't be. Uh, I'm going to take this down. Same thing I always do at three. Take it down a half a point. Take the Rams in this one and uh, and live my fucking best life there. Uh, Steelers got to travel all the way out west for this one. Uh, with Cooper cut back and uh, Paul Nakua, who's on my fantasy squad there, is having a great year. Uh, Rams offense is, is rolling. Now, I don't know who the backup is for Williams there. So you're going to have to look, and you're really going to have to dig on this one because I think you're down to your fourth string there uh, for the Rams, but I'm not really sure that matters here. Uh, you can still go bombs away and just try to stay away from J.J. Watts. Uh, but I, I think the Rams ended up win, uh, end up winning this game. Uh, next up, we got the Cardinals at the Seahawks. This is Seahawks minus eight here. Uh, I'm all in on the Seahawks. Um, man, they're three and two. Uh, they lost last week to the Bengals. Look, it's the Bengals. It's not a terrible loss. Uh, they also beat the Lions this year. Uh, their other loss was to the Rams opening day. Uh, I think this team is fine. I think they're going to make the playoffs. Uh, and I'm also going to bet this game as well. Uh, kudos to Josh Dobbs down there and just trying to do the best he can with, with his fucking dog shit team. Uh, weird to see an NFL franchise like this. So are they just kind of benching Kyler Murray for the rest of the year now? I mean, we're halfway through it. Isn't there? Uh, who knows, man? Who knows what he even? Kyler Murray is like, uh, I don't know that he has any interests that are related to football. I, I don't either. Like, to me, it wouldn't surprise me if he set up like a Twitch channel. No lie. I'm like, this is, I'm not even saying this to be funny. If he set up a Twitch channel and then, like that was kind of his new chapter in his life because he seems to love video games and and it would be fun to watch an NFL player do it, I guess. But he he certainly doesn't look like he wants to play football. This was a simple ACL tear. He should be back by now. So I don't really get it. He's been thrown in that midriff since before the season started. Now, maybe it's management who's saying, look, we paid you, you know, roughly the same deal as Deshaun Watson got, uh, minus the guaranteed money by like 20 or 30 million. And this is our franchise, whether we like it or not. So we're just going to sit him out the rest of the year and get another high draft picked and, uh, and try to go from there. Uh, maybe that's the play. And they're just trying to keep him healthy. Either way, I'm taking the Seahawks in this fucking game, though. And uh, 
and hopefully they torch it in fantasy because I've got all the things for the Seahawks on this team, and uh, and they look all right. Uh, their stats look great. They're three and two. This is pushing four and two. Uh, next up, we got the Packers at the Broncos. Talk about a game of who could care less. Holy shit! All right, Packers are two and three. Broncos are one and five. Broncos should win this fucking game at home for Christ's sakes. All right, uh, this is Green Bay minus one in this one. Another game that I'm not going to watch. Uh, this is another game that I don't want talked about. I don't want to expose my children to it. I don't want them to grow up uh, and then sit down with a therapist later in life and say, where did it go wrong within your family and your father? What was the relationship like with your father? And then they say, ah, it, was a, it was a 325 game on, uh, on CBS, and uh, it, was, it was the Packers-Broncos. My dad made me watch the game. He had money on, uh, on, uh, on the Broncos plus one. I know he put money on Russ Wilson, and I just – it's just I never looked at him the same after that. I couldn't hold his hand. I couldn't look him in the eyes. I couldn't listen to him. I couldn't look at him as a, an authority figure or anything like that. I don't want that to happen. So I don't want this on my screen. I don't want to know about it. I'm, I'm going to shield their eyes for the entire goddamn day on Sunday. And hopefully they don't see one single second of this fucking game. You shouldn't either. You shouldn't bet on it. All right? Walk away. Go for a jog. It's fall. It's beautiful out. Get some air in your lungs. Do not watch this game. Do not bet on this game. And don't let a family member drive if they have watched this game. Because chances are they're going to want to take their own lives. Okay? Not doing it. Next up, Chargers. Sorry for that. Chargers at the Chiefs. Now, this is a fun game. This will be on in the old household. The old Patterson household. Uh, Herbert. Uh, against Mahomes, sure. Why not? Chiefs minus five and a half. Eh. The Chargers have been kind of a thorn in the Chiefs I in know. the Mahomes era side I know. Uh, for, I mean, basically the whole time Mahomes has been there. I kind of yep. love the under in this game. Under is 48 in this game. Uh, that's fine. Look, Chiefs haven't been scoring a lot of fucking points this year. Uh, but, I mean, they scored, what, 19 last week? Uh, but uh, with five and a half, I'm not going to touch the over-under. The five and a half is what I'm looking at because, uh, yes, I have the same exact memory as you do regarding the Chargers and the Chiefs. It's always a field goal game, it seems like, and then the Chargers will always kind of pull one off on their home field during the regular season. Now, playoffs, playoffs, they're not doing shit against the Chiefs. Regular season, sure. Uh, five and a half, I'm going to take the, the points in the Chargers on this one, actually. I, I bet you this is a field goal game, and it comes down to the end, and I bet you it's very, very similar to the Cowboys. Uh, it also wouldn't shock me if, uh, if the Chargers pulled off this game, and it was like the one game that keeps their hopes alive, where you're like, holy shit, we can do it. Herbert's great, and then they're 3-3. Three and three. Uh, Yeah, I'm, I'm going to take the Chargers and the points in this one. Is that where you were going with that, Bob? Is that where you said that? Yeah, I think they always play super close, and it's it's for whatever reason the Chargers, even when the Chiefs beat them, just kind of have the Chiefs number a little bit. Mm-hmm. The Chargers aren't; their coaching sucks, but they're really not as bad as their record. Their defense is decent, and the Chiefs' defense is great. I, I just feel like the Chiefs don't care about anything but winning, right? Right, and, and, so and they, they, they don't care if it's by one point, style points, yeah, anything like they don't that. Give a shit anymore. So I like the under, and I think. Probably the Chargers cover. Yeah, I'm gonna take uh, I'm gonna take the Chargers at minus five and a half. I'm gonna stay away from that over under just in case. Uh, you know, it could be one of those where it's a shootout. Mahomes is Mahomes again and throws four TDs. 
but he's only got 11 on the season uh, through the first six games here. So I don't know. We haven't had, we haven't seen that big five, you know, TD explosion out of him yet. Uh, I don't want to risk it because I'm afraid of Pat Mahomes. All right. I'm even more afraid of Brittany. Now, do you think Taylor Swift? Ah, oh, shit, I did it. Fuck me, dude. Fuck me. All right, I'm going to take a shot. I, I, should, I, I knew better. God damn it. And to man. say Taylor Swift. Oh, yeah, you brought her up. Yeah. Fuck, and, man. Man, uh, so this is a bottle of uh, Uncle's Nearest, 1856. Should I drink this before getting on a plane? Probably not, but uh, I'm going to do it. I made these guys a bet before we got started here. If I said her fucking name, dude, I would take a shot of this on air. So I'm going to do this. Uh, fucking shit. God damn it, man. I was pretty cognizant of it, too. I didn't even set it at the top of the show, for Christ's sakes. Um, all right. I don't know who brought the uncle's nearest. So the guy was on the show, but we didn't drink it. Boom. Pop the top here. Taylor Swift drinking game. Hey. It's actually not bad. Uh, it's got a fun name. It's not bad. Look good. Look good. I still need to try the roses, but no, don't try that. Yeah, I you made, hated I that, made right? Joel take it home and get it out of the office. Um, God, it burned a hole through my fucking chest. It was awful. All right. Taylor Swift in this one. This is a serious question for you guys. I'm uh, totally being serious on this. Movie's out. Second highest opening in October history behind uh, uh, one of the, uh, the Joker. Um, is she done now with, with showing up at the NFL games? Does this end up being a real relationship? I know this is going to be the primetime game in the afternoon heading into the evening game, but is she over this now, or do you think this is a real relationship? I think, A, it's a real relationship, and okay. B, this means the Chiefs are going back to the Super Bowl. As long as Taylor Swift is dating Travis Kelsey, mm-hmm. if they go to the Super Bowl, she will obviously be there. Oh. And you have the highest Super Bowl rating of all time. Of all time. Uh, the weird thing is, uh, so she got the first offer. It could be, right? be Chiefs Lions. Oh, I, you know what I mean? Like it could be two Midwestern nobody cities. I'd love Chiefs Lions. I would too. I would I too. Would love Chiefs Lions. But, That'd be fun. But it was a fun game to start the year. Yeah, but look, I'm just saying, like, you know, yeah, they're, they, the NFL will do everything they can to get a Taylor Swift cheered on Chiefs team into the fucking Super Bowl. I agree. Uh, the the wild thing was was so she got the first offer for the Super Bowl. She said no. Which I don't really understand why, uh, because she's going back on a tour next year. And I look, yes, if there's one person who doesn't need the money right now, it's Taylor Swift. Uh, but she is the biggest star on the planet right now. That definitely would have extended that and been, you know, whoever plays at the Super Bowl is amazing. Anyways, Miley Cyrus, uh, and I said this on the show uh, a few weeks before, that she was getting a second offer. She did. She does not want to do live shows anymore, which is odd. Um, and it, usually whoever does the Super Bowl goes off on a world tour after that because you don't get paid for doing that Super Bowl gig at all. Nobody tells you that. Uh, you don't get paid, but your concert sales and albums and all that other shit go up the charts and streaming and everything else. Uh, she said she did not want to do live shows. She didn't want to go on a, a live tour afterwards. Even though she's got a new album out, she was like, fuck it. I just, it's exhausting. I don't want to do it. And she's out. Uh, who ended up taking that gig? Is it Usher? I think it is, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Usher now. Man, looking back on this, now that Taylor Swift is with Kelsey, they're 5-1, and and if they end up going to the Super Bowl, could you imagine if if the Chiefs did make the Super Bowl and she was playing the halftime show? Holy shit, dude. I mean, that the ratings for that would be through the roof. You would have children, blind people, wheelchair people, all of it, dude, just 
Uh, and then we got bad boy. Just feeling the fucking TV sets, dude, at halftime to get a little sniff and a touch at Taylor Swift there. What a moment that could have been. Missed opportunity. She doesn't miss much, Taylor Swift. Really shocked uh, at this. So maybe you're right. The reason I'm saying all this, right, Bob, is maybe you're right. Because if this was facilitated and she was doing the halftime show, then you could have placed your bet on a Kelsey and said, all right, let's go with a guy who's going to the Super Bowl, and if we can get these worlds to collide and the refs can start throwing shit, Goodell can make some phone calls to make sure that happens, and I'm playing the halftime show, biggest ratings of all time. And you're right. It doesn't matter if they're playing the fucking Lions, uh, even though it's a, it's a very small market city up there. Whew. That would have been nuts, dude. Tay-Tay. That's the only loss of the year, I think, so far. Should have taken that gig, hombre. Uh, Next up, game of the week, in my opinion, uh, Dolphins at the Eagles. This is uh, the Eagles minus two over under 52 in this one. Delco, everybody in Philadelphia is focused on the Phillies right now. Uh, Do they care about this game? Do the Eagles care? Yeah, they should. I think so, too. I think so, too, man. You're, uh, you're going up against the best opponent you've played all year. They got a fucking high-powered offense. Mm-hmm. Eagles have one of the best defenses in the league. Uh, this spread is exactly where it should be at minus two. I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, who do you got in this one? I think we bounce back. Uh, it's always good to get kind of humbled by a team you don't expect to lose to, mm-hmm. like the Jets. It would actually, I think it's better to lose to the Jets than it would be to the Dolphins. Because, like, if we lost to the Dolphins as our first loss of the season, we'd be like, all right, we kind of, you know, expected that. Or, like, it, that's an explainable loss. But losing to Zach Wilson, you're like, oh, well, time to go back to the drawing board. Uh, maybe we're getting ahead of ourselves. We were believing in the hype train. Yeah, I, I like that we lost to the Jets. I like that it was early. Mm-hmm. I like that we don't have to deal with, like, being 10 and 0. Yep. Yeah. Uh, for me personally, uh, and I. I hate to say this. Is By the way, it's not just to go against you. Um, I'm going to take the Dolphins in this one, and here's why. I think this game matters more to the Dolphins than it does the Eagles. I still think the Eagles can cakewalk into the NFC Championship against the 49ers, even with a loss. Um, but the Dolphins are still trying to prove that Tua is the guy. He can stay upright and that this offense is as high-powered as, as everybody thinks it is, especially against a great defense. Um, because right now I'm looking at the, the Dolphins' schedule so far. Um, you know, I, the only other decent defense they've gone up against uh, the entire season so far is the Bills, and that's just a, an okay defense. It's not an elite defense like uh, like the Eagles. And the Bills held them to 20 points. They fucking smoked them, 48 to 20 in this game. So I actually think for that reason, this game means more to the Dolphins than it does the Eagles. And I think they got something to prove. The other thing, too, is, you know, if you're a a Dolphins fan out there, um, this is the first time in years that I can remember them being on the Sunday night game in primetime like this. Uh, I don't think the world has really got to check in on the Dolphins uh, like this. And so, yeah, I think there's more on the line for them, and I think they've got more to prove in this one. Whereas even if the Eagles lose, let's say it's a shootout. Let's say Jalen Hurts does have a a bounce-back game and you lose in a shootout. I don't think it really matters for the Eagles. They're, they're going to be in there at the end anyways. And, uh, and you're down to one or two teams in the NFC where the AFC is just so fucking loaded across the board that I think this game means more to the Dolphins. I'm going to go with the Dolphins in this and, uh, and take the points. Uh, last but not least here, we got the old Monday night game. The House of Cousins. Kurt Cousins back in primetime again. Never a good thing, kids. 
Never a fucking good thing. Kirk Cousins in prime time. Not a good thing. Casey Anthony calling you uh, on Urban Sitter to say she'll watch your child while you guys go to the movies. Not a good thing here. Uh, This is 49ers minus seven over here. Look, the only reason this is minus seven is because the 49ers uh, got dog walked, literally, by uh, Cleveland last week. Otherwise, this spread would have been a lot fucking higher. Take advantage of this. I'm going to I'm going to take uh, a half a point like I always do on a seven or a three and take the Niners minus six and a half in this one and hope uh, I hope that Kirk Cousins is still Kirk Cousins in prime time. It looks like uh, Debo Samuel, Christian McCaffrey and Trent Williams. Uh, Shanahan is optimistic that all three will play. OK, shit. Uh, they were getting MRIs and shit, so they're going to be all right? All three of those guys? He's optimistic. He, uh, McCaffrey's situation is the most tenuous of the three, mm. allegedly. Um, but, yeah, it's... Um... All right. I, look, I, if you, you give me one of those guys, uh, they're fine. And, I'm gonna again, it's six and a half. I think they win by a touchdown. Kirk Cousins is going to Kirk Cousins himself. I don't think the 49ers lose two in a row. Uh, look, same thing with Brock Purdy last week. He had an awful week. I think he bounces back. I think Hurts bounces back in that Dolphins game. Uh, but the 49ers do win this game, I think, uh, by a touchdown. Therefore, I'm buying that half a point. I'm not going to risk a push. And I'm actually going to bet this now, uh, earlier on in the week, because as the week goes on, if more and more of these guys are getting healthy and then they are guaranteed to play on Sunday, this spread will go up. I can promise you that. Uh, so you want to get this while the getting's good. As uh, my meme all used to say, she never used to say that. That's a lie. I just told you guys a lie, okay? I also said I wasn't going to say Taylor Swift's name one more time. I'll do one more shot at the end of the show. God, Dean gets. Uh, thanks for tuning in, kids. All right, it was a rough week last week. All right, daddy's hitting the bottle. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be back this week, though. I feel like here's to Taylor Swift, you fucker. Hmm. Uncle Nearest. Uncle Nearest. Uh, Uncle was all over me last week. Shit, dude. Uh, we appreciate you tuning in, kids. Again, join us at Richard Denoff's tailgate Saturday morning. Be there at 830 at Columbus, Ohio uh, for the Ohio State-Penn State game. And uh, if you can't be there with us, well, go to iTunes, rate the show five-star, and leave a quick review. Also, head on over to Spotify. It's just a five-star. You can walk away. If you can't show up in person, do something. Do something, you fucking losers. Okay? Help us out. For Christ's sakes. Even though he's not here, I'll say goodbye with Anthony D'Anthony Holloway. I'm Ross Patterson. This is the Week 7 NFL Pickup Show. Good night, everyone. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.